At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We do look forward to the day that that will happen. Hopefully it's not years from now. I'm sure it won't be, but... Um, but. All right. Well, uh, life is struck again for our, our young man, our good friend Cody. He's a, I know he's, man, having a brand new baby is not easy. I know we've talked about this a thousand times, but. You know, he's they're a new married couple for the most part, too. Uh, they're both, I think, two years, and yeah, they've been married two years recently. So, young, you know, new marriage, brand new, beautiful little boy, you know, and it's a lot. New house, new state, new, and that's well. And I'll take it even a step further, right? Not to give him excuses or any of them excuses, but uh, I think I even said it to Cody before he had a baby or even had a or even pregnant is that. When you transition into, you know, we're, we got 10 years between us, right? Yeah. Uh, so he was, he was a kid when he lived in my house the first time. He was an adult when he lived in my house the second time. And I just, it, there's a transition that happens that you, no one can prepare you for fully, except for the fact that you're raised and your mom and your dad and your dad leads you in the way, teaches you how to take care of your wife, how to take care of your kids. Yeah, so his absolutely. dad did all that and trained him and all that. But there's just, there's a, there's a, a point in time when certain things become a priority and you have to decide. And uh, I'm completely okay with the podcast not being a priority because it's it's not the utmost yeah. important thing in his life or our lives. Right? At the end of the day, you know, he's got a lot of responsibility coming his way that it's new, that's fresh. And, uh, and you, okay, what do I need to do? I remember, I think I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but I remember when we when I first got married to Julia. I well, first off, we got in. She wanted to be engaged instantly, and I was like, we're not getting married anytime soon. So I think I held her off for like three years, <laughs> and then we got engaged and married in our final semester in college, and I worked three 
jobs during that time. They weren't full-time jobs, but I, I had three jobs and I was taking 18 units my final semester. And that six months was, it was different and it was interesting. Um, we kind of had already been on our own because we were in college, but I living with my wife and now having full responsibility for her while she also had, you know, 18 units in college. Um, I worked a lot. I worked, uh, I would go to work in the morning and I would work a bunch of hours in the morning. I'd come home, I'd change, I would go to school. I'd take all my classes, you know, two, three days a week. Uh, and then I would go and I would work nights um, at as campus safety. And that would be a graveyard shift. I'd work through the night. So sometimes I'd get home at like, you know, four o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock, just depending on my shift. I got home really early in the morning and I would walk in and she'd be sitting there on our bed in our bedroom with Monopoly set up. And she'd want to play Monopoly. <laughs> and uh, that feeling of being so that. overly exhausted that I didn't even know like how I was alive or how I was awake. But I remember like it. I love my wife and that she missed something of me during that season. And she understood and she never once complained about what I had to do to take care of us, to pay the bills, even though our bills were like nothing back then. It, it just it was a responsibility <laughs> that I felt I had to do. Um, part of that responsibility was me coming home and playing monopoly with her giving her that moment it's uh it's just something that you 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 feel like you have to do so anyways i say all that to say i remember the season where i was a video gamer man i played video games seven days out of the week hours on 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 end because it was just something i enjoyed it was you know i didn't play golf i didn't do any of that stuff i enjoy video games yeah i remember when i got married i thought to myself well the bible tells me childish things i gotta put them away right and so i i literally put it i had them i still had them hooked up because that was my dvd player but uh, I remember having that feeling like I need to, this needs to be backburned for a while. Uh, and it wasn't actually until Cody moved in with me when he was like 15 uh, that I started playing video games again and remembering the love that I had for him and, and the joy I had for him that I started playing it a little bit more. So now I only play once, twice a week. But, yeah. uh, you know, he's in that season right now where he's identifying what in his life is important, where he needs to put his focus. And uh, maybe I'm giving it too much uh, seriousness to it, but at the end of the day, I commend him for it. I think it's a lot, and I think it's direct, he's doing a great job. So I did try to hustle him into this this week's episode. I was like, "Oh, just jump on. It'll be short. It'll be great." And he's like, "Hey, I'd love to, but I got in-laws here and family. I'm spending some time with the family, so he's like, I'm gonna have to pass today. So we miss him eventually." Yeah. Well, and you know, I think like you and I were talking earlier with you. Know, I mean, we we've all went through pretty drastic change and i know outsiders looking in it may not seem like big changes but we did i mean first off we're 2600 miles from homes that we lived for a very long time right (laughs) and that in itself was the big change and um you you actually you actually said a great analogy and if you wouldn't mind like just running that back because people like i I talk a lot so i tend to (laughs) i tend to ramble on one of the things that i'm sure that i'll be reminded of when i'm older and my kids are looking at me is that i have an (laughs) uncanny ability to use analogies in all times i don't even know where i learned that so i don't know if that was my dad that did that or if it was somebody else in my life or maybe just going to church as long as we've gone but i always use analogies to kind of explain the situation to make it a little easier for people to understand in my world I love fish tanks. I love fishes or fish, yeah. fishes. Uh, um, I like fish, right? And so I'm here and I don't have fish. And so in my mind, I've been thinking a lot about fish tanks. I'm like, oh, where can I put one? I don't want to put one where it's going to get stinky, but I can't put it out in the garage. Yeah, like I had a legit California. one in California. Yeah, yeah. So yes. it's like, okay, you know, how am I going to do this? And so I've been thinking about that a lot. Well, I think what the what I've learned in the last, I think we're here, we've been here, what, seven months now? How long has it been? Yeah. Ooh, we came yeah, in June. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. So seven, eight months. We've been here. We're not, it's not shy, right? We're getting close to the year mark right. uh, here in a, in a couple of months. And the, the analogy I was using is, is what should happen in a situation like that is you go down to the fish tank store, right? I go down to Petco. I'm going to go buy me a couple of fish. Well, if for anybody that's had fish long enough, um, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take them home, already have a fish tank set up with water that's been running for a month, month or two with no fish or anything in it. Um, and you, you take the bag with the fish in it and you set the bag inside the tank and you let it stew. You don't open the bag. And it, it's called acclimation, right? It's where the temperature in the bag is a different temperature from the temperature in the tank oftentimes. And sometimes get different chemicals, whatnot, but you, you set the bag to allow the temperature of the water to meet the temperature of the tank uh, to where they become one and the same. Uh, and and yeah. therefore, when you get dropped in the tank, the fish gets dropped in the tank, uh, there's not a culture shock or a shock to their body to where oftentimes, depending on the type of fish, if you drop them in the tank without, you know, without acclimating them, they could die. They could die right away. They could they could float a certain way because there's so much shock that happens to their body. They don't know what to do. And so I, I said that I think this transition to Texas, um, we we kind of function in a similar way to where we were functioning like we were new yeah. fish tank owners, right? Okay. First time I ever had a fish tank, I bought a fish tank. I filled it up with tap water. I threw a bunch of rocks in there without washing them <laughs> off. I went down and bought like 30 fish, and it was like a 10-gallon tank, and I threw all 30 of those fish in, man. I'll be honest with you. I think one of them made it, Right. Because of the shock, right? They're in a new environment. There's so many people. We don't know these people. Why is this happening? Oh, my gosh. And so I feel like the transition that all three of us, even though we made it in our own way, yeah, um, we, we, we have a bit of a culture shock. Yeah. Now, I've always wanted to move away from California. Even when I was a young age, I wanted to move to another state. I like the idea of it. Never thought it would be a possibility. And as things transpired, we, we were looking at more, looking at our lives and looking at what we wanted to offer our kids and what was being offered to our kids. We wanted to give more. So the transition from California to here for me was different than it is for others. But I'll tell you this, I, the job I have, I had to drive a long ways. I spent a long time in traffic. That's, that's taken a mental toll on me. Physically, I have no problem doing it, but mentally it's messed me up. I've gained a lot of weight since I've been here. Uh, there's a lot of stresses that come with that, buying a house and fixing that house up and dealing with new school environments, new, new laws, yeah. new things. And so all of those things start to stack, right? You're living further from your friends. You're living further from your family out here. Things are just different. And all that thing, those things start to stack up. And then you realize that you're doing it in a new environment without people outside of the friendships that we have me, you yeah. and, and Aaron and Amy and, and Cody. And, but you're doing all this alone and you're doing it with the, pe the person you have next to you. And so there have been, there's been a lot of, I don't want to say turmoil because I think the transition has been really good. Um, but it's a, it's a new season in a new place with new people that don't really know who we are, or our history. And I think it's just, the transition has just been a, a little lot. bit of a shock. Yeah. And yeah. so Right now, I think this is where the conversation's going. We've we've been having these conversations the last, you know, a little bit is I think it's time to maybe take a step back and start acclimating a little better. Focusing on actually I think the analogy that I used earlier wasn't really an analogy was is that uh physically, mentally and spiritually, uh, I'm starting to feel a little tapped. Right? Yeah. I, I'm I'm feeling like, you know, I'm being stretched in certain areas, but I'm being underutilized in other areas, but I'm being stretched in all three right now. And I've got a limited amount of energy when it comes to those things. And I had to start looking at the things that I'm prioritizing in my life and go, okay, 
right now, at least until this energy is restored, I need to focus that energy on things that are aligned with where I need to go right now. Absolutely. And so Agreed. that was where that whole conversation came from. So anyways, right. I'll let you take it. And, yeah. And so, you know, for our, our listeners and, and the reason we're talking about these things is we've all come to an agreement that one, we don't want the episodes to be forced or, or um, feel like, you know, it's something like, Hey, we're not having fun doing this. Cause for, you know, we always have, but we also realize that there's a lot of things in each and each individual's lives, you know, whether it be Cody, Andy, or myself, where we, you know, we've got to start kind of like Andy's putting, we got to start dialing, dialing in the things that maybe we didn't dial in because we just got tossed into this new pool of water. Right. And so, um, I think we are going to, I think the plan is, as we talked about, is is kind of pump the brakes for a minute, take a take a step back and put things on hold for a little while. Odds are, when we come back, we're going to be reformatted into something new and fresh. That's I, we were we're talking about that. Well, we'll be talking he, he, about that over time. And yes and no. So here's where I, this is where I'm going to take it a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, go. The original idea when I jumped on, we were going to talk about this was the idea of going away from Twisted World. Right. I think it's gotten to the point now where because of where we're at physically, spiritually, immensely, it's become a chore. And right. we, we don't want to we, we don't want it to be like but that. From day one, sitting at that Pete's coffee shop in Backville where we talked about what the brand was gonna be, talked about what we were gonna do. I said if we're gonna do this, the number one thing is to be consistent. And I feel like we've done that, right? We're over a year. Yeah. This is actually gonna be episode fifty six. We've done a lot of episodes. Um I don't know that I'm ready to let it die. I Meaning, just I don't want it to die on the vine. I think we've got something fun that's fun here, but I think that the narrative of what Twisted World has to change. When we correct, and I because I, I think that's part of where we're at. When we started this, it was in the midst of, you know, 2020, and we were coming from a from a season that was just absolute dog water, and we wanted to <laughs> take advantage of some of the, yeah. the conversations that were happening in our circle. And I, I think we, our initial interest, I mean, we blew up and had, you know, 3,000 views within the first two months or listens, uh, and mainly because of what we were talking about. Yeah. Out of 55 episodes, I've gotten hundreds of text messages over those months. And I can tell you with absolute certainty, the number one thing that people tell me is that they enjoy when we're just talking. Like people like the topics and there's plenty of feedback that comes from the to topics. But even on the days where we're just talking about whatever and we're acting fools and Cody saying nonsense, people enjoy just the conversation. And I think that's the stuff that's filling a little – that's the stuff that's easy. And I think that the the planning yeah, and organizing, <laughs> finding the topics and we've lost interest in what we're talking about. And so I think uh, if we do – we plan on coming back. I don't know that we'll come back as strong as we were before, but we'll come back and, and have a podcast here or there. And if we decide to do this, pick back up once things have settled down, um, it, we're going to talk about the things that we do in our lives, right? Just the, the joshing around, right? Us as friends, like yeah. nonsense, uh, video games, cards, uh, movies. Uh, we may even have some other guests of so some of the people that we've met since we've been out here join us just because I think they're fun and some of them are a little crazy and off the wall and probably okay. fit perfect with Cody. Um, <laughs> but it, you know, I, I, like I mean, like true, I, I just think rather than having an agenda, um, because the only people that understand the agenda are the three of us on the podcast, everybody coming into the episode has no idea <coughs> what we're going to talk about until we start talking. So I say we just get on and we just talk. I mean, we literally, we've been recording now for 15 minutes and we've just said stuff. 
Yeah. Right? We're just talking about like everyday right. life. And so I think that's the stuff that we'll probably focus on is that, um, again, another analogy, I think I used the word twisted world. And when we initially, when you came up with that idea, because it was you that came up with the, you said you just wanted to make a podcast and in your mind, you always thought about the idea of being twisted world. And we ran with that and looked at some other ideas. And I think we finally settled on one where we said twisted world, no vowels. Right. And yeah. that's where our logo kind of plays into is that we, we twist the word no vowels, but twisted world does not just need to be about conspiracies. It doesn't need to be about the nonsense. I think it just needs to be about the fact that we live in a twisted world. Um, we, we live through, a twisted world. We live I a mean, twisted world, right? <laughs> all, and and, us, and right? through, and through God and through our friends and yeah. our family. Uh, I think every bit, every day, it's our job to try to untwist it. Yeah. And so I think part of that untwisting it is to have fun, talk about the things in our lives we enjoy doing. Maybe it's not for everyone. That's okay. Um, but just three guys, that are that have some age between us talking about silly nonsense sometimes it's fun sometimes we can get deep but really not having an agenda to where we're going with the day just getting on and recording for 30 to 40 minutes and going with that and i think that i think what's going to end up happening is we're going we're to find more peace in it and it won't be as you know much of a chore to jump on and have a conversation or come up with a topic i think we'll just be able to have a conversation and, and just you know, enjoy each other's company or whoever we decide to join on with this whole thing. I would yeah. really like to add video. I know. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We're not there yet, but I would really like to add video and get that going um, because I think we can record it uh, and get that up and people would actually yeah. enjoy listening to. It is weird, I though, because I would have to put clothes on when we record <laughs> um and it's been really nice recording in the nude uh, all, the, all, the all these months oh, all God. these months oh my gosh <laughs> yes let's put the clothes on put the clothes on <laughs> um but i agree with you you know uh it would be cool we can get i mean even though we remote do this get video and you know do the side by side thing or the you know the the uh, uh whatever the heck it's called uh, when you put three videos together at once uh for right. live feed anyway so yeah, no, I, I, I'm with you 100%. And I think we have a lot of fun doing it. Um, and like, you know, like you said, a lot of the great feedback we get is just our banter at the end of the day, just the banter. Um, All right. Well, and I think, and, I don't think people realize, you know, when we were in California, we were recording 
most weekends, but we were in the same room. Yes. So the first 25, 26 episodes, we were in the same room um, every weekend when we recorded. So the, the, the dynamic of that and being in each other's rooms and laughing and reacting because we could see each other's faces uh, was where it's at. On top of yeah. that, most people don't know this, but we would play magic before and after the podcast. Yeah. Often. And so you not only did we have the aspect of talking about these things that we had going on, but we also got to play, got to be together and spend time together. And so and it was I cool think, having guests. Remember when we had uh Yeah, we had DJ on. DJ. Um, I thought did we, was it only DJ? I know we talked about having some other people on, but that to me has kind of been lost. And we're Ooh, seeing yeah. it through our the church podcast is having guests on and those types of things. And and that's a piece that has been lost for us. And so I I think this remote recording has been fine. I think that's where I, I think the cameras would be in. And and then for those that don't know, the reason we're doing remote and have been doing remote is that we all kind of live, you know, far away from each other. Right. You know, I think Aaron and them are 45 minutes from me and, and Cody and them are an hour and 20 minutes away from me. So it's not easy for all of us to come together every week and do that. So we'll get to a place where we can find something. Um, the goal is to bring the podcast back at a future date, maybe have conversations about it uh, right now. As far as it stands right now, I don't have any intention of rebranding. Um, but if we decide that, hey, this is something we want to do or we want to do something else, um, of course, yeah. we'll, put a, we'll put a note out and say, hey, this is what the plan is. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I just, I, the main reason I said we should do this today, just have a quick conversation about it, is because we do have people that listen to us every week. I get text messages all the time with people like, hey, uh, Chinese balloons, $400,000 rockets. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, People listen and, and listen and, and usually give us feedback on the stuff we do. So yeah. I want to make sure that those people that are listening uh, under, or the people that are downloading get this message and say, okay, well, now I know, you know, they're abandoning us and never going to come back on a Thursday. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. There were some days, there were some Thursdays that just didn't drop. I messed up, right? Life, life is chaotic. And so we would just sometimes miss the ball and, uh, or miss the mark. Oh God, my, my analogies are broke down. And, uh, you know, that's where we're at right now. So yeah. I think Pastor said something this morning, or maybe it was last night, but he said something that kind of has struck a chord with me. And I was already kind of trending that way is that he needs to start focusing on his on his his mind, his body, and his spiritual. Yeah, spirit. yeah. And getting those play getting those to a hundred or getting those right, getting those healthy, get those right. And so that's where I'm at. Um yeah. I think I told you like you, you know, tomorrow is a new day for me. I'm um you know, prior to COVID, I had I had broken a curse that I had on my on my body and the things that I had struggled with, and uh, I felt really good about myself. Uh, and then 2020, you know, it wasn't just COVID; it was changes at work and things like that that really broke me as a person, um, and you know, messed with my worth. And so, yeah. I've spent the better part of the last you know three years, going on three years, um, overcoming that, and I'm in a place now where I think like. Hey, I need to realign with who I am and the strength that I know I have in me that I've got to get back and that confidence that I got to get back. And, uh, so anyone that follows me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, will be able to see that even though I don't ever post, uh, you'll actually probably notice it more in my, my wife's pictures. Uh, but I'm going to get right on all aspects. I think spiritually we've been going after it. So the spiritual yeah. side of things, it's already underway. We're already seeing transformation and those types of things. And, um, this has never been a, a Christian 
led spiritual podcast. Although I, I remember when we first started, I'm just going to, I'm going to air all our dirty laundry. <laughs> I remember when we first set to that Pete's coffee shop there in yeah. Vacaville and we said, Hey, we really want this to be a conspiracy podcast. We're not going to take any, any, any points or agendas. Stances, yeah. No stance. And um, I mean, if you've listened long enough, you know that that doesn't work for me. Uh, I have a stance. I have a position that I take. I, I don't have a problem being devil's advocate at time to time, but most of the time I'm adamant about what I believe in or what I think. Um, that being said, I have, I, I, it, listen, there are people in our lives that have said that, um, you'll never find what we have here anywhere else. And uh, I am here to tell you that God is everywhere. That's true. Come on. God is everywhere. Yeah. We, are, we, we, I had gotten to a place where, I it was uh, it's been dormant for some time and um for God to find us in a little church here in Kaufman and uh for us to before coming to this church exploring other churches and seeing things you know almost in concert like fashion like the worship at this other church we went to was fire they had the yeah. big screen that went across the back of the 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 the, the stage the stage was high um I remember thinking like, Lord, this is like this fantastic worship. Uh, and there was a moment during that where I looked around the room and no one, no one was going after it. I know. No one yeah. was praising and no one like was. The show was good though. But. <laughs> the show was good, man. And I didn't even have to pay tickets for it. Like, but, and, and I'm not, listen, <laughs> nothing against that church. That, that, that's, uh, that's between not. them and God. But, you know, uh, Pastor Dave said, don't, sh don't, don't go looking for a church, go looking for God. And, um, I'm not saying that I didn't find God in that room because I think for me and me alone, I can worship the Lord anywhere. Yeah. But, um, I, uh, when we walked into that little church there in Kaufman and, um, that first Sunday, it, it's just, it's been, it's been an immense answer to prayer. Yeah. And I think uh, it was, up until it was, that point, we had heard that it wasn't easy to transition to another church. Uh, right. Like <laughs> I've been, I've been here a year and I still can't find something. Right that you unfortunately go into the situation feeling like that's what it's going to be like for you. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'll, I'll again, Aaron, my dirty laundry. I know we had a conversation, me and Julia going, it can't be this easy. It can't be, it can't be this easy. So we're going to, we're going to put a stiff arm up. Um, I, what's the statement that they say to everyone? You know, the first time you come, you're a visitor. The second time you come, your family. Right. Yeah. When they said that to me, I think my response, and actually I don't remember who it was that said it to me, but I think it was Andy and Tara. And uh, my response to that was, well, we'll see. Right. You know, because I'm skeptical and hey, yeah, new, no, I mean, it's new environment. And, well, you know, you get so used to, to a certain way of doing things. And to add to it, we have people in our lives, friends, acquaintances, whatever, that have done similar things, meaning they've moved long distances and it took them forever and even some of them forever still haven't found a spot. So you see that, and then people tell you, hey, it's going to take you a while to really find that, that home. And then we just second, sh second, <laughs> second shot, and we find it. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, it, eh. Again, I'm not preaching you know? against any, I'm not preaching to any, any one no. person that's out there that's Absolutely gone through this not. situation and what the For Lord sure. has asked him to do. But, I'm in incredibly and eternally grateful for what we have found and Amen. the season that we're in right now. It's Absolutely. like, whew, whew. I, agree. <laughs> I agree. I understand. 1, but that being said, this podcast is going to change. 
Yep. It's going to be more like this. It's going to be more about us talking and just being who we are. Um, anyone that is in my life that knows who I am, once I am comfortable with you, I do talk a lot. So I know that there's been some feedback for those of you that listen and say, oh, my God, Andy, sometimes you got to let Aaron talk. That is not <laughs> going to change. That is not. It's not. It's because it's who I am I, when I'm comfortable I, with someone. That's, I prepare I, for it. It's like I just, uh, stage I just have dialogue. I got to make quotes. It says, I don't breathe. <laughs> All right. And so this is why this is why we need a third person. We need a Cody or we need some of these guys that we, we go to church with to jump in. Just have conversation. Right. Yeah. Talk about some nonsense. Talk, maybe talk about being dads. Right. Like Cody's right, in that yeah. mix now. Once this kid gets a little older, it's going to be really funny to see the perspective from a new dad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Eric at church looked at us and said, hey, man, we got a dad podcast. We got to do it. He wants to do one with me and him. I'm like, let's do something. Let's do it together. Right. Let's figure it out. But um i'm yeah. i think i think doing it that way and kind of maybe taking a, a couple months to just kind of figure out what we're gonna do i yeah. think it'll be fun i think it'll be fun i think it'll be good absolutely it's gonna be good we're gonna take the time we're gonna uh you know slowly warm ourselves in the new water and uh and then get going from there acclamation uh, yeah, acclamation ho- hopefully i adapted that analogy well no, you did good. So, it was good. Like, you, you're gonna have a fish tank before we're done with this. I would love a fish tank, bro. We've talked about this. I just, yeah, unlike you, cute. I would kill the fish. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. No, no. See, because you're analytical, a little bit more on the analytical side, of, like I am. Once you understand the eco- like the the ecosystem of how a fish tank works, it's not just something you throw water in, right? And I, man, we're about to have another analogy. Listen, I didn't intend to get on the podcast today and preach, and I have no calling to be a preacher, so just putting that out there. But <laughs> sure, <laughs> seriously though, like it, a fish tank ain't all that different from the life we live. It ain't, right? I mean, you, you, you can, you, we can live in this world, and sometimes yeah. you know we can just be sucking up some tap water and be fine, right? Some fish are more resilient than others. Some aren't. Some are fragile, and some some people. You know, it leads them down a place to where they're lost or they take their lives or something like that. But and, and not everybody's built equally. Not everybody's built the same. Right. And so but but that ultimate place comes from the place that we need to. Tr- you got to treat the water in your life. You got to treat the water in your life. The environments mm, that you live in, it can be toxic yeah. or it could be or it could be great for you. It could be beneficial for you. Right. Um and so I think that it's one of those things where, as as a, as a believer, fish tanks are great if you if you read it like you know. I, I know that's weird. I'm making it super spiritual, but for me, thinking about it now, you know, like getting the bacteria to the perfect spot in a fish tank is what creates the nitrates when the ammonia that the fish push off gets eaten and converted into that nitrate. That nitrate is what allows the fish to dwell, to grow, to be, be beneficial. It it actually takes bacteria. Right, it's the process of that bacteria in the water that causes it to stir up. It's where a fish can be successful. Uh, it's why you can see ponds be. It's all naturally. It, it naturally occurs. Uh, when we get fish tanks on our minds, we want them to be crystal clear all the time. And there's a way to do that, and it still be beneficial. But in our minds, we think new water is what's going to fix that. If I just throw some new stuff on there, that's what's going to fix it. Uh, it's not the the constant filling ourselves of that thing that we're, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and what's no, funny no, is sure. the thing, the what this is where, where it kind of gets me. The thing that a fish puts out ammonia is the same thing that kills it, right? <laughs> too much of it, too much of itself kills it, kills itself. 
right? Wow. It requires the outside source coming in and saying, hey, I'm going to take care of this thing that you're producing, and I'm going to take it away, and I'm going to bring it back as something new. I'm going to bring it back as something new. And that, that, that exchange from ammonia to, to nitrogen to nitrate is what causes fish to, 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 like, to have success and live and grow and, and be happy, right? I know that's weird to think of a fish as being happy, but in our own lives, the things that oftentimes we produce are the things that kill us. When we put ourselves first and we're selfish, it's the things that mess us up. It's what makes the world twisted. And I think that right now, I think this isn't just for, for Kaufman. It's not just for us in Texas. It's not just for what's yeah. happening for me in my life and what's happened on this podcast. But I think we're at a place now where we need to start being fed. We need God, because he's always been available to us, to come in and take the, the toxic stuff that I create, the things that I, I do in my own life. Not to say that everything I touch is, is inevitably going to die because I, because I am myself toxic. But – when we try to do things on our own, more often than not, we fail. Yeah, we can't and clean it up. He's we can't clean it up. And we, huh. we try to do it on our own, and we, we try to make the decisions. And what ends up happening is, is we kind of keep going back to that old man. We go back to that old man. And right. that, that, that toxic crap that we've created comes back to us, and it comes back to us, and it comes back into our lives. And um, we eventually either you know, succumb to it, or we live in a world of just absolute misery because of it and that we yeah. don't understand we, we we look outside the fish tank and we blame the person that's putting the stuff in the water when in, in all reality it's us that's creating mm -hmm. the toxic yeah stuff in our lives that's killing us so this is a Not fish it. podcast it's no longer twisted world <laughs> welcome to the aquarium yes yes where if you want to thrive you better get cleaned of yourself i'm you just saying. saying let's go well uh, we don't have a set time or date when exactly uh, we will be back. But, uh, you know, for those of you that are listening, you know, we do look forward to the day that that will happen. Hopefully it's not years from now. I'm sure it won't be. But um, but no worries. We will be back. And as Andy said, we were we're going to come back just to some some good friends chopping it up, bringing some guests, chopping it up with them and uh, just rolling with it, having a good time. So, and until then, though, as always, we love you. We're out. Peace out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line. 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.